if you follow any conservative people, they're like, you need to learn our history. You need to learn yeah. our whatever it is. Yep. And which drives me up the wall, which is why I carry around this stupid. <laughs> I have you a know pocket constitution. Quote this to me, <laughs> liberal people. Because they yeah. didn't read it. <laughs> and then the conservative people also didn't read it. Yeah. They just read little bits of it or they heard it from someone else. Yeah. And so you can line those two groups of people up and they're like, yes, we definitely need more civics in our schools. They will also say that we are on the verge of a totalitarian government. Mm. Both sides. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Because on one side, it's we're like two seconds away from the the socialist communist takeover and we're all going to be slaves and on the other side you have them saying like we're two seconds away from an authoritarian government like taking over like they both think the same thing is happening Mm. but they just think that they're on the losing end Welcome, everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology instructor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode, we'll give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic, and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. (laughs) Let's just have that be our theme song now. That should be. Yeah, this is our new music. Programmed into the things, into these deals. Yeah. Oh, let's use the button. Yes. I'm in the. I'm in that kind of a mood today. Uh, are it's you great. in a button pushing mood? Are you in a button button yep. pushing mood? Yeah. Mm-hmm, I am. Good. Yeah. All right. <sighs> How are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, oh. Like we were just talking about it, but like so, I just had a procedure done. Yes. The check on stuff and yep. everything, which is everything turned out fine and yep. good, which is great. But I'm sort of like sort of spaced out. Now, yeah. So anyway, it's an exhausting day. I have my. Straw cup today. <laughs> wow, that that's a really great noise. Yeah, sorry. yeah, that's so good. We'll see if I can be somewhat normal. How about you? Do you know what I think <laughs> would really make your day better? What if we did our giveaway of our book? Great portraits of peace. Yes, we have portraits. Yes, of peace. we have to give one of those away. We have yes. not done it yet because we've been busy. Yes, that's how do you propose that true. we do this then? Ma'am, that you just threw that out there. I just threw that out there. Yeah. Let's just let's just give it away. Okay. We have two of them. Yeah. There were two people that met the oh, criteria for our there giveaway. You go. Let's just give them away. And I don't remember who that was. So you? shout out to Tim. Tim Matheson. 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 M. <laughs> You're like Tim. BFFs and you don't say his name properly. He doesn't say it properly. Okay. It changes, it changes every time. Because he's, I, I believe that he's one of those people who is like, I'm not correcting people anymore. Oh. So he just says it. This is, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you just sort of morph to whatever people say <laughs> around you because you're just too, it's too hard. Right. I'm over it. Plus, I believe, again, correct me if I'm wrong, inside the family writ large, other family members say it one way and mm, yeah 
I've heard sure. it both ways. I've heard it both ways. Um, yes. So winner, winner, chicken dinner, Tim. Oh, gross. Did you say I that I did. Why is that gross? It's the dumbest saying. I hate that. I like fried chicken. <sighs> Whatever. I would enjoy fried chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken. Shut your pie hole. Okay. Is that one good? I'm going to do a whole show of cliche, like just old sayings that drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Right. Our other winner, Miss Jennifer Rogholt. Obviously. Super Obviously. Fan. Super fan. So Portraits of Peace coming at you. And also um, I need to get my own copy because I have to finish reading it. But. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that show, you should go back to it. I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's our show when we had John Noltner on, who is the photographer who put this together. Yes. And he is, you should also follow him yes. on is he on Facebook? He's on, he's Facebook. on Facebook. He's not on the Twitter. Sure. Um, but he's traveling the country, yep. speaking and posting these beautiful photographs and yes. like all these places. He's going to talk to people. So yep. you should follow him up. He's also going to be back in Minnesota in early December. So if you actually wanted to go and hear him speak, see some of his stuff. Sweet. Um, yeah. You can check that out on his website or Facebook also. Right, so, hey, congratulations, Tim and Jennifer. Good job. Woohoo. All See, right. that made your day better, didn't yeah, it? I'm so much super better Super fun. Now. I know. I'm super better. Yeah, super better. Okay, yeah. what the heck, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you are really... Dude, I'm I am either trying. really subdued... I am, I am really trying to, like, pick up the energy in this room. <laughs> okay, this is, do you want to go first, or should sure. I? I'll go first. Because you have... What? Okay. What? All right. Nope, what the heck. I have Let's the do what it. the heck right here. Yep. Um. So this, I think, just came out... Not yesterday, whatever. It's very recently. So Kyle Rittenhouse, who is the young man who's on trial for murdering uh, yeah. a number of people in Kenosha, Wisconsin during the riots, protests last summer. Some of each, yeah. Um, he was the young gentleman who had his uh, AR-15 and was running around, you know. Being hunting people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so he's being he's being charged with uh, various numbers of crimes. There, the uh, the trial is just getting started, and so a lot of times they have a lot of like at the beginning. There's like a bunch of rules about what's admissible, what's not right. admissible, all these things. Yes. So this was my what the heck, and and I really I tried to find. So I read this whole article. This one was from Washington Post. I looked for some other ones because I'm like there has to be some more backstory. But yep. they, I did not see. I am getting more mm-hmm. and more discouraged at the backstory. Um, efforts of media in general. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, the Wisconsin judge ruled that uh, in the trial, the uh, the men, the teens shot, it, that. so he shot these two guys, or I think there's two guys that got killed, one was maimed. Anyway, yeah. they could be described, they could be as rioters, looters, and arsonists. Which, right there, I'm... I'm okay with that if it because it's it's a descriptive it's descriptive. Sure, except like, do we know that these people were actually lighting the uh, well, fires? Or did, you know what I mean? Like part of the backstory that yeah. I'm like, I need more information. Okay, but so, whatever. Anyway, but the, then the part the flip side of it is that um, they are not allowed to refer to those young men, gentlemen. So that the, the people who prosecutors died. cannot refer to them as the victims. Yeah, just chew on that for a minute. Because, quote, the term was loaded. So you have writers. So I do, I I was trying really hard to figure out, like, to try to figure out what's going on. Because this is so asinine that there has to be more information there. And there just, there isn't. There is not. And also, if victim is loaded for somebody who is literally, like, murdered, um, 
if whatever, if that's sure. a loaded word, how is arsonist, rioter, or looter not also loaded? Right? I, and I, I just agree. feel like this is victim blaming and uh mm, nope. I got a big huge what the heck for that headline too. Yeah. And I and I also like I read an article from a couple different spots and I could not find like any of yeah. the backstory. So just what what the heck? What the heck? I, so that's, dumb. That's all I got. But <laughs> the backstory part, like, uh, anyway, when I mean by backstory is like nobody fleshes it all out. Right. And, and it's very irritating. Yes. Extremely irritating. Yes. And also this ruling seems kind of questionable. Like, and I think that there's going to be, um, like, I saw some of the commentary from um, various individuals who some of them, you know, had like. Esquire, whatever, JD by their name on Twitter. You can't, I'm not going to say that they were lawyers because, right. you know, you can, anybody right. can make that their name, but commentary, you know, saying like, this is grounds for a future like mistrial. mistrial this or is, whatever, yeah. Like, like, so just the, the legal um, standing of something like that. Anyway, what the heck? It's stupid. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I don't know what yours is at all. So I'm really stoked. Okay. So Kellogg's um, is being sued for $5 million because someone is alleging there is a lack of actual strawberries in strawberry pop tarts. Uh, so I have a few questions. Like first, do people actually think is this that- happening in Wisconsin? <laughs> No, sounds like it's, like it's a class action suit that people actually are thinking that there's real fruit. Like you're there looking at, yeah, but okay, like you're yeah. going to pop tarts as a source of your fruit. Are, like, <laughs> is that your fruit serving? I, I'm confused. But anyway, the lawyer who brought the class action suit says, and this is a quote, more Americans are eating strawberries because of one of the highest levels of nutrient density of all fruits. They're an excellent source of vitamin fruit. C necessary for immune and skin health. You're basing this on a claim that like I should get full servings of strawberries out of a freaking pop tart, which is like 98% sugar and 2% strawberry, whatever. Maybe. Here's, here's Maybe. the other. Strawberry essence. Here's the other part of this. They do actually have strawberries in them. The argument is that they contain more of other things, including apple and pear. And that Kellogg is wrongfully presenting them as full of strawberry because there's a picture of a strawberry on the box even though you can read the ingredient list and it says contains less than 2% of strawberry, <laughs> $5 million. At only? Only. Only. A class action lawsuit for $5 million doesn't seem like very much, but I, I just. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> you know that like, so Kellogg's also makes Wheaties. Sure. Wheaties do not actually contain the championship teams. <laughs> Like, I mean, like if you want to get better at baseball, you can't eat the you championship eat the, team. <laughs> you can't eat the Michael Jordan box there's and not, be like a good basketball there is player. A non, there's a non-negligible. <laughs> no, there's a negligible amount of actual athletes inside every wow. scoop. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. And it's it's been a while since we had something like that because that was like sort of like the 90s if you remember, it was like the heyday of the stories of the asinine yes. lawsuits. Yep. And like the My coffee was lawsuits. hot. Would you want to go down that no. road? <laughs> Do you, I just, that was the first one that came to my mind. What? 
I don't know. Sorry. So the, all right, sidebar. <laughs> that story about the coffee was hot, which which became like one of the poster children. Yes. Do you know about this thing? Tell me what you're going to say. Do you know? I don't know. Oh, it depends like, on what you're going to say. So the late, so a lady sued and like. Yes. Uh, so then it was like, oh, lady sues for whatever, $30 million because her coffee spilled and she got burned. Yeah. Um, she got third degree burns on 30% of her body. Yeah. It was later found out that McDonald's sold their coffee at near boiling temperature. <laughs> they And they did it on purpose. And the worst part is they did it on purpose so that you couldn't taste that it was crappy coffee. <laughs> and so she originally went to McDonald's and said, hey, you gave me this hot like coffee that was way too hot and it burned me. Will you cover my medical expenses? And they said no. <laughs> so like... Here's a giant. Here's a giant. Yeah. And then it was like $30 million and then it got reduced. And I think she got $150,000. Like, sure. Anyway. What's sidebar. super interesting about sidebar. that is that like backstory, right? Like yeah. that story, like she's a post, like you said, she's yep. like a poster child for a ridiculous whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. But that the rest of the information, I don't feel like we were made aware of that. Or you weren't like, made aware of that. For, for much longer after the incident happened whatever anyway so are we gonna what the heck no strawberry pop tarts strawberry no i was gonna ask if we're gonna what the heck other recent news stories that are just being regurgitated and thrown out there what do you have nothing <gasps> sorry what is it now you can't now you have to say it i'm sorry i don't care where you fall on the whole debate but the story being regurgitated by news outlets all over the place WDUI, CARE 11, now Fox News, now ONN, about a certain doctor who was fired from his job. The only thing they ever repeat is he went to a school board meeting and said parents should make the decision about masks. That's all they say. They don't say any of the other stuff that he said about, and they don't even seem to bother to ask any questions. They just, they definitely don't. They literally, whoever writes the first one, everybody cuts. And this is a national news problem. We've talked about it before. Yes. About where like news moves so fast that major reputable news agencies basically copy everybody else. Like, so if one person reports on it and then CNN reports on it, then CNN, you know, whatever, they just, yeah. And then nobody bothers ever to go correct anything. What? Anyway, I don't want. I really don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But like the. You don't want to go down. Well, I do, but like, <laughs> I don't want to get stuck in that hole for too long. But aren't we talking about the First Amendment? Are we? First Is Amendment that what we're today? doing? <laughs> oh, we are talking about the First Amendment. All right. Here, so anyway, I, I would agree, and I think that's what came to my mind when you said when during your headline about like the backstory effort of sure. journalists and right. media. There's none. There's none. And that story in particular right now is going everywhere with very little of the actual story. And I just, and I I actually, I actually reached out to one of the authors of one of these stories from an outlet out of Fargo. And I was like, Hey, you know, um, and I didn't hear back. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like there's like, again, I will sit down with somebody if they want to discuss this and like, and we can argue points back and forth. So I don't want it to be like, like that there's no validity to anything at, at all, but it's like journalistic malpractice Yes. to, you're doing one of two things. Either you are reporting on something that you could watch the entirety of. Right. And you clearly didn't. And you didn't. Yeah. Malpractice number one. Yeah. 
Or you did watch it and you're just willfully not including all the rest of it to round the whole story out. Right. Like you still could make the case that this was wrongful or like it's not right or whatever. That's fine. But you cannot make it solely based on one statement. Right. My other beef with that is the like the refrain about um, a violation of his First Amendment rights, violation of freedom of speech. And the malpractice, I would argue, on the on the behalf of journalists is not explaining that this is not freedom of speech violation, First Amendment violation. And so you're just repeating that line of like, was this because he was, you know, speaking out and not clarifying? Actually, the First Amendment says this, right? Which maybe it was because he spoke out, but that's not a violation of a First Amendment. Exactly. Right? That's, that's what exactly. you're saying. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so clarify, because now you have, you're just repeating the message that this man's freedoms were violated. Right. And you're firing up all these people behind that message. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but whatever, but because I want to make it clear, like, you can make the argument that it was wrong to let him go or ha- whatever it is. Like you can make that argument, but you cannot make it based on First Amendment uh, criteria. Does I, that make sense? I'm not saying I, I agree. I'm just saying like I I see what you're saying. <laughs> I love it when that happens. I see what you're saying. I see, I see what you're laying down there, and I'm going to brush it off into the. Um. I think that it's hard for me to say, to agree with you that you can make the argument that it was wrong because the other part that is very rarely hitting any of these stories is that legally the employer, the medical group, you know, the the board of his peers, whatever, they cannot say, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't know, were there a dozen infractions prior? Was it just, you know what I mean? Like, and so for the reporting to focus on it was wrong to let him go because of this. Oh, we don't oh, no, know no. that that was oh, why no, 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 no. he was like, not oh. reporting. I'm just saying people like, so a per like a person, not a, not a news outlet. I would say that that's a stretch for a news outlet to go say that. Yes, this is because again, that's not necessarily what news outlets are supposed to be doing. Sure. They're supposed to be just like, you know, yeah. reporting the news. Um, I'm just saying a, somebody watching this all play out could disagree with how it has happened, even though we don't have all the information. Sure. Is that, does that sure. make, does that clarify? I a would just bit say more? like, we should find the information before but we, we can't. <laughs> so that's the problem, but you can't say that like people, people are going to have to make judgments and we will not yes. all, we will, none of us will have all of the information. Right. And some groups of people are legally barred from giving that information. Yes. So, but you can't just say, well, because they're legally barred, you have, you just, have to just, I think what's so hard for judgment. me, Mike, is that I hate it so much that people are willing to be like, well, this must be what it was. Cause, cause you're not saying, so you're hiding something or you're, you know, like, know. It's, well, this must be what it was. Cause that's what he's alluding to. So that must be true. Like, I just wish that people could be a little bit more calm and say like, we don't know. I don't need to jump on the the crazy like I don't mean crazy like I, I don't mean I, to, I don't need to yeah. jump on the like in like incensed mad whatever because I'm not sure. But it's easy to say that. I know it's easy it's to just say that because me. because that's not your that's your pers- that's your mm-hmm. perspective. If it was somebody else making claims about something that you believed in, I have no idea what that is. Do you believe in it? What do you believe <laughs> what in? Do you believe what in? do you believe in? Do you believe in? But you know in what anything? I mean? Like if it was a sacred cow to you and 
if that if does that make any any sense at all like it would be harder for you to say that because you'd be you would be more inclined to be like oh yeah no that's 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 what happened whatever pick your sure. person you hate jeff bezos whatever <laughs> You know, Amazon saying like, no, we treat our workers fine. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I know you're not. And you're like, but we don't have the information to make that determination. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I know because because it feels right to you. I think that's a really bad example because there's like multiple reports already, like whatever. Anyway, yeah. But we don't have all of the information. (laughs) I see what you're saying. You see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. We're apparently talking about free speech or something (laughs) today. What's happening? Mike is a little bit loopy, and I'm just kind of excited I, I do have to, to see where this goes. To admit, I mean, it's been a while, but like, I'm not wasn't allowed to drive myself home because right. they put you on some good stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just really excited to see what becomes of that. Yeah. Great. It's great. All right. <laughs> so what are we doing? You're in charge. You're running the show. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> We had like three different things that we were going to all wrap into one topic today. Yeah, we're going to do it. Let's start with the First a Amendment. Bad, a bad job. On a bad that. job. Did you want me you, to read it out of brought, my pocket? Yes. Of course I Mike, brought it. I always have it. Mike says, I'm not prepared. I was, you know, doing this thing all day and I was like, oh, but you have your handy dandy little pocket constitution. Well, uh, I got my pocket constitution. Do you, what do, you, do you carry that? Like, it's in my bag. I bring it everywhere. Okay. Just in case. You um, never know. You know, I'm not going to lie. It is... Oftentimes, a case of righteous. You know how sometimes you like look up stuff in the Bible just because you want to prove somebody wrong yes. about us. It's mostly because of that. Because people <laughs> say things, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Hold on, let me go check. I love that so much. Um. So anyway, I yeah. love that so much. Great honesty there, Mike. All right. So I guess I'm going to read it because I, I looked it up. So this is the First Amendment, First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. Congress shall make no laws respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedoms of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peacefully assembly, assemble excuse me, <laughs> and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. End. That's the end. That's all it is. And. It's one sentence. It's it. it's eight. It's se- a really it's long. long sentence. It is. It is what we would call a run-on sentence. Yes. I think we need. If there's any educators out there, that want to correct me on that. Yes. So, there so, you go. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that right? mean? Does that mean that I can say whatever the hell I want and I will not suffer any social consequences? No. 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 Oh, does that mean that I can say whatever the oh, hell I now want? Now you're getting kind of sassy. I, like. Let's clarify. What does it mean? Um, Well, what it means is that the the government cannot keep you from saying something, right? Um, Which has been now determined to mean a lot of different things. Yes, including spending money. We are not going to talk about that one today. That is at a campaign, <laughs> campaign finance reform conversation we need to have. Sure. Um, so there are there have been some. Um, Supreme Court rulings that, what would you say? What would you say? It's like that have put some limitations on this, or some put yes. some put some parameters there around are, it. There are there are some some accepted legally accepted uh, guardrails on yes. speech. So um, a few that I found like you can't um, if it's something that is inciting harm, mm-hmm. um, threats of violence like that are actually so you can say, oh, I'd like to kill that guy. But if there's like a plan in place, right. that is crossing the line. It's very, it should be 
we should mention like it's it's a lot of gray and determination because of like the harm part of it is that there it has to be credible like yes you could even say at a rally let's say hang mike pence and that could be allowable unless there's a gallows it was a miniature one anyway um (laughs) But like, unless there's like a reasonable expectation that this might actually be acted upon. Right. Yes. So it's different when you have, like in that example, if people at this rally were saying, hang Mike Pence, some of them had weapons, whatever. So that might make the threat more credible. credible. And there was a gallows, even though it wasn't a full size. Right, 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 right. Um, He's short though. So it probably wouldn't. (laughs) Distributing obscene materials. Oh yeah. That's a good one. What, what do you, why do you say that? Because these are, it's gray. There's a lot of gray. Right. And what, it's what subjective. Is right. It's subjective to what what that individual might say is obscene versus what is not obscene. And how you distribute them is one thing. Like, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so there's been lots of things that have, you know, yes, been decided by the Supreme Court to say, here are some parameters Um, also some things that have been decided, like it does include this protection. So it includes the right not to speak. There were a few cases that spoke specifically to that, which seems weird. Like, right. You have the right to be silent, but specifically in this court ruling, um, this is from the West Virginia board of education versus Barnett from 1943. You have the right to not salute the flag. Um, you have the right to burn the flag in an act of protest, Like there's weird things included in this Mm -hmm. by these various judgments. One thing, and we'll talk about the money in a different episode. episode. One thing that I thought was interesting is that there have been a lot of rulings related to students Mm -hmm. and like what you can and cannot say on school grounds, in your school paper, on your college campus. Like, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, do you have, do you have it? You're just like, no, but you're listing a whole nice list (laughs) of them. No, like, because typically, especially if we're going to protest about something, we want an absolute thing. So like, yes, if, if you read this, so this is the thing that, that needs to be understood about the constitution, right? So the constitution is highest law of the land, right? So every law needs to be scrutinized whether or not it is constitutional or not. Yes. If you read this, if you just read it, like the plain reading, which is what a lot of people like to do is like, we're going to just be strict, um, all crumbs, the word, what is the, when, uh, when you just read it as it was written originally, originalist, whatever you want to call it, uh, plain reading of it, Congress will make no laws, um, prohibiting the exercise of thereof or, or abridging the freedom of speech. Yeah. If you just go with that, literally, there is nothing that you can't say. In any circumstance, period. Sure. Like if you don't. Sure. But what we have done as a nation over time through our judicial system. Yes. Is we have agreed upon that, okay, that, yes, that is true, but reasonable people can agree that there are certain times and places that you cannot say certain things. Right. And does that make sense? Yeah. At all? Um. But again, the biggest thing that we were talking about, the reason this was in the most recently in in our mind is particularly throughout this entire pandemic, people's claims of their freedoms of speech or other freedoms being violated. Yes. Lots of claims of censorship. Yep. Yeah. Where this is only pertaining to the government. Right. So what is wonderful is (laughs) 
the, the thing that shall not be named, <laughs> the incident recently locally. Yeah. The 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 person was allowed to speak. Yes. Nobody censored them. The government had no interference in in the repercussions thereof. Right. And even so, when they didn't like the repercussions that were not coming from the government, they exercised their rights, which are enumerated in the First Amendment here, to peaceably assemble yep. and speak. Right. Nobody stopped them. Right. So can we can we use this incident just I should note, just for I'm clarifying? Waving, I'm he's waving, waving my pocket. He's waving the pocket constitution at me. So if there were going to be a protest of some kind, an organized rally, and we're not talking about like the kind where we're burning shit down, right? Like we're just <laughs> talking about like we're gathering to speak and say our opinions about things, whatever. A peaceful assembly. If, yes. If the government were to say, we're going to send in the guard or the police or whatever, we don't want to hear, we don't want people hearing what you have to say. We're going right. to send in police and you're going to be arrested for right. that. That would be... That would be a violation The government of your, stepping in. Yes, exactly. Right. If you were a government employee and you said something... And again, it gets gray because there's like court cases that decide what you can and cannot you're an say. Employer, right. Right. But like as an employee of the government, that would be covered um, in many cases under this. Mm-hmm, like it's government, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Private employers are not covered by this, right? Employees right. of private entities, this doesn't cover you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's it. I just, like, there's, I don't I know because this is but a problem for me as I've watched the Republican Party writ large yes. march away from like 15 years ago they would be the champions of the private employer being able to enact whatever rules like if I want to do drug tests or if I want to have uh, you know if I'm Liberty University and I want to have people sign like a, a contract that says I will be upright and you know yeah. Yep. Not drink, don't smoke, don't play cards. Like yeah. <laughs> that would have been our thing that we were like, that is it, you are because we are individually entering into a contract that you can leave at any time. I can, yes. we can terminate at any time. That is our right. And yeah. so what is just dismaying is that it feels like all of that has gone out the window, yep. particularly in the last five years mm-hmm. um, that, that, that doesn't matter you know, because it's, because yeah. Anyway, so I'm just like I don't even I don't even know which is why we're saying it again. I don't know if anybody's going to hear that. Yeah. Um, and go like, oh yeah, that's I, I misunderstood what the. But so we'll repeat it again in case you're in case anybody is wondering. Your right to free speech is a right that is protected to keep the government, state, local, federal, from keeping you from speaking uh, politically. However, you know whatever it is. Right, and it's it basically is not be, it, it does not protect you from your um, cousins yeah. not wanting you to you know come to Thanksgiving. Right. It does not protect you from any of that. Right, that's just people making choices. Yes, of of who you would like to associate with and who you would not like to associate right. with. Yes. Anyway, so. and any any private organization would be in that same boat. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think. The the commentary about the First Amendment, at least from what I was reading, and you're more of a scholar about this, oh, so I you don't just think so, but you just ahead. step right in. Yeah. Um, was it's really supposed to be a failsafe, like 
to prevent us from a government kind of that's taking over and kind of, you know, authoritarian rule. Like we have a mechanism in place where we can be critical of the government. Correct. And, you know, so like. Yes, not- because like previously, like there would have been, oh, crumbs. You're, you're making me, <laughs> and I can't remember the laws. They have names, but okay. like you couldn't speak ill of the, of the king. Right. right. You couldn't speak against the crown. Like yeah. you literally would have been thrown in jail if you said uh, something against their taxation or their wars. Or even if you like, I think his hat's dumb, like you get thrown in jail. Right. So that's what this is designed to do is keep for people from doing that. So if you haven't noticed during the Trump years and now during the Biden years, the press is having a field day criticizing the president. Yeah. Up and down. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people think the liberal media is way too soft on Biden. You don't read enough of the yeah. liberal media. Yeah, they're not so... <laughs> they're not so nice to him most of the time. Yeah. Also, you can go to a football stadium, and if you want, you can all chant, fuck Joe Biden. Right. And nobody goes and to prison. nobody goes to prison. Nobody gets dragged out. Yes. However, I would totally stand behind the owners of the stadium saying, if you speak that way... You're out. Exactly. Because they that is are, not a, a private. Exactly. Yes. But the police are not coming into the stadium to right. make sure that nobody's saying nasty things about the president. Unless the person saying the nasty thing has like a written plan in his pocket with a gun, you know, like there's a credible threat. <laughs> right. Then, exactly. then there's, you know, then, that's then we need story. to talk. But yes, so, anyway, yes, so, exactly. Here's my question to you. So what I've been pondering um, a lot in the past couple of weeks, it's been a really hard couple of weeks. Um, what I've been pondering a lot is how do we set ourselves up to not keep running into a situation like this? So I'm wondering... <laughs> You're banging your head against, uh, the, against microphone. the microphone. That's yeah. really great. So I I feel like now adults anyway are maybe at the point where like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm not going to believe, you know, information that you put at me like that. This is one way or the other because your, your media source is biased, right? So like maybe adults aren't in a position to change their minds on this or whatever, like So I'm trying to think through, is it in civics classes? Do we need to do a better job? Is it in social studies type thing? Like where, where can we, where can we change what we do so that we set ourselves up for better? Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I have a three point plan and and I I will be running for Congress. And that came out sounding really critical of adults. And I know that there are many adults out there who are still active learners and like open to that and whatever, open to being I like to think that we're both right. Like curious, whatever. But there are many who are like, I'm, I don't know. That is the part that of all of these things that really gives me like, um, I don't know if pause is the right way or like despair, maybe one of those two or somewhere between is because if I lined up, a bunch of conservatives and on one side and I lined up a bunch of liberals on one side currently right now, like mm-hmm. ones that are engaged yeah. in some form. Sure. Um, I could get all of them to agree. We need more civics taught in the, in our schools. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But they're talking about different things. Always. <laughs> right. Right. So like they, I, I do believe that the answer is more education on civics and like um, learning Cause like, if you, if you follow any conservative people, they're like, you need to learn our history. You need to learn yeah. our whatever it is. Yep. And which drives me up the ball, which is why I carry around this stupid, <laughs> you know who doesn't quote this to me? <laughs> Liberal people. Hmm. Cause they yeah. didn't read it. <laughs> 
And then the conservative people also didn't read it. Yeah. They just read little bits of it or they heard it from someone else. Yeah. And so you can line those two groups of people up and they're like, yes, we definitely need more civics in our schools. They will also say that we are on the verge of a totalitarian government. Mm. both sides yeah and i don't know what to do with this yeah because on one side it's we're like two seconds away from the the socialist communist takeover and we're all going to be slaves and on the other side you have them saying like we're two seconds away from an authoritarian government like taking like they both think the same thing is happening Mm. but they just think that they're on the losing end sure so i the answer to tell you is that i don't really know I don't know what the answer is because yeah. they're all screaming for the same answer, but they th- they think it's they it, want it I, differently. It's very it's very much like I'll bring religion into it, but it's very much like the Bible. Okay, if you're a liberal person and you don't like the way conservative Christians are, you're like, you need to read the Bible. You need to read the Bible. Sure. I'll show you, and I quote some Bible. You're doing it wrong. I don't wrong. know why I'm using yeah. that voice. Wow, it's Apparently, great. That's what liberal people sound like. <laughs> And the conservative people are saying the same thing. Like, you're not reading the Bible either. You don't even know. You don't know. We are the second <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, like he's coming. And so what do you do with that With the, when you're using the same sort? I, so I am sorry. I am like, I don't know what to do with that. Other than to do at least like what we did with Joanna the other day. Like, was that last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where... Um, we still did not agree on anything, no. but I really like, so when I, I had reached out to her before we posted it uh, yes. with the description so that she approved it, you know, yep. um, as we would do. Yep. Um, and she had sent that. So that quote I used when I posted it, that was her saying like, basically, uh, if I can summarize that, like common, you know, common ground is not plausible right now. Like we know that, but we could at least shorten the distance between the two groups. I was like, okay, there we go. I I felt better about our whole conversation just by that. Like, okay, we're still not on the same page, but at least we're in, you know, I don't know, whatever. But sure. So having those kinds of conversations is the, but that's the hard, it's hard. And it's it's so hard. And so, so the, (sighs) and you can't do it on Facebook. No. So the (laughs) the past couple of weeks. Even though I really, really want to. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. The past couple of weeks have been, yes, um, have been tricky. And I've been like, just really leaning into people who are telling me you don't owe everyone your time, right? Like there, there are some people right now who are not in a place that you can engage in a healthy way and have those conversations, right? Not everybody you can do that with. I'll tell you the same thing. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so (laughs) But Thanks. <laughs> there's a couple, there's a couple of individuals like where I've, you know, had more interesting conversations with, but then I feel like the struggle here is when, you know, like we were talking with Joanna, like you, you know, this right now seems this is black and white. There's not a scale here that we can meet somewhere in the middle. Right. Um, and like the first amendment thing, this is to me, this is it's black and white. There are some definitions we can look at. There's, you know, but then well, your sources are crap, right? Yeah, like right. we can't, we can't agree on <laughs> like the basics of fact is a fact, right? I'm, and wave, I'm, I'm waving start, it at you I'm again. Gonna, I need to get a pocket I'll constitution and I'm going to just hold it up and be one of those constitution waivers like you. But, <laughs> but it's so hard to have those conversations right now because we're not able to agree on, but this is what is true. Yeah. Right. Like, you can feel differently about it. It doesn't make it less true. Yeah. I'm having a very hard time with that. 
you should be having a hard time with that. That is an appropriate human response. So I was talking with my wife about this kind of in general about all this kind of stuff. And, um, yesterday, and I'm not laying, I'm not laying this on the feet of progressives necessarily, Sure, but like, I think it's ironic to some degree that, uh, progressives and, or liberals or however you want to say it is having such a trouble with this because you invented like your own truth. Like, I mean, you did. I mean, like, as a political tool, like, liberals and and non-liberals invented the, like, you're on your own journey and your experience is your truth and this whole idea, like, this post-truth idea that, like, which is not necessarily wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong, but the, the conservatives have picked it up and weaponized it against you and you don't know what to do with it. I totally... Mm, I was, oh, do you disagree with me? N- no. Oh, never. Mind. I, I totally thought it was like Oprah who did that. Yeah, well, she's liberal. <laughs> I didn't. Like, Sorry, Oprah. It wasn't a political like oh, no, 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 moment. It is. No, it is now, yeah. perhaps. Oh, it was. Okay, yeah. like my memory of that is Oprah when they were like doing the book club and it was find your truth, right? Like, oh sure, your truth is well, your whatever. A version of it. Here's here's what I think is super interesting about what you said, though, is like we should be considering the human experience. Like we're going to experience things differently and we should be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, that's why I said weaponized. I said, I'm not saying it's wrong, but now it's becoming like, well, your truth is yours and mine is mine. Right. Exactly. There's one truth. Well, is there though? Really? Yes. (laughs) Well, but like, don't do that to me. (laughs) There's a periodic table. We're pretty sure of that. I think so. I think it's, I think it's gotta be different, right? Like, like, my human experience is part of my experience that doesn't change like you know my blood type is a truth you know what i mean like i totally agree but it was but it, over time it was used and i'll and i'll probably get guff about it but like we'll just use gender as a thing sure, right sure, so sure. like something that was agreed upon and is still scientifically debatable the difference between sex and gender. Like, well, I'm not going to get yep, into all that, sure. but like where the presentation was, it's not, it is compl- basically over time and not just for that, but over time liberals pointed to like, basically that everything that we believed was good or bad is a social construct. Mm. And if it's a social construct, we made it, we can unmake it. Sure. And so it's decoupled from any kind of like shared understanding of like this is reality or whatever it is. And I'm again, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm saying that that is what was presented. You had conservatives push back against that and then figure out that they can do the same thing and then they can get away with whatever they want. You can just say that the election was was stolen. You can say you, oh, that there's a, you know, like a evil cabal running the government that are eating children. You can say all of these things because it's like, it's all like, it's all up for grabs. Anyway, I'm not, I, I, I'm, I think, I think where I'm questioning, I'm not like, Ooh, you're questioning. Yeah. You I'm seeker? not, I'm not like, I'm not debating okay. on this. Um, okay. But what I'm, what I'm questioning is like, we, if if Democrats or liberals or whatever part of that group you want to <laughs> say whatever um, 
had said like there's more to this narrative than you know a binary for gender or there's more than in this you know that kind of a thing i i don't see where they've said like this academically review you know peer-reviewed medical research that was done well we could say i've seen it both ways you know what i mean like (laughs) i don't i don't feel like we've gone to the place where we've said like no, the the actual count in an election, that's that's up for grabs. That's however you want to interpret. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll push back on you on that one a little bit because yeah, you yeah, can still like, you help can me still understand find that, people I don't... today that say that uh, George W. Bush stole the election. George W. Bush second election against Al Gore. Or no, yeah. not, was that a second election against Al Gore? Uh, yeah, um, first election. First one. First one against yeah. Al Gore. He stole it. It was a stolen election. He was illegitimate. Yes. They said it for four year, eight years, for eight years. Yes, because of like the weird situation in Florida. I'm not saying that there wasn't, but that was the narrative that they pushed. Sure. Surprise, fast forward a few years, Republicans, so so just, hey, tip to Democrats (laughs) and progressives. Anything that you come up with that you think might be like a catchy slogan or like an angle that you can work. Republicans, Republicans are going to borrow it later. They're going to borrow it later and they're going to do it better. But here's, they will but, do it but better. But here's, here's why I would push on that is that like there was an actual incident in Florida like where the court got involved and like that that got a little hairy, right? Like I at don't the time, disagree with that. It's very different than saying like... Nope, it is not. How? Is zero. how? Help it me understand how di- that's not because different. Because it went through all of the court systems in Florida to the Supreme Court yeah. and it was ruled on. Okay. God bless uh, Gore. Uh, I just forgot his first name. Oh. <laughs> What's his first name? Al. Al. Yeah. God bless Al Gore, who then did what was right. And said. And went on TV. Yeah. And said, it's over. Yeah. It has been decided. Right. He is the elected president. Right. Here's here's where I think that I'm So I'm not here's saying where, that they're the same. Right. Here's where here's where I'm thinking yeah. like Wow, I've uh, strayed yeah. from the First Amendment oh. that we started with. Anyway, finish Should this we and then up? we're gonna move on. Okay, here's where I'm saying like that a a Democrat might say, like, well, is because like there was, you know, like we we cut off a re- a recount in the middle or whatever. Like there was some question there about mm-hmm. like the policy that that was carried out, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in this previous election, like it was all voted like this is legitimate and whatever, and we're just going to claim that it's BS, right? Do you do you know what I'm saying? I feel like no, I feel like you'd revert I, to like I mean, a technicality I, of like I do, well, I do hear what you're saying, but a large portion of Democrats did the same thing after it was legitimately decided. Here's what's super interesting, Mike. After it was legitimately decided, continued to claim that it was illegitimate. Now, I w- I, but I'm not putting them on the same level. I'm saying sure, they're sure, like sure. the same sure. thing because yeah. what Republicans are great at then is taking that, pouring like six Red Bulls I'll raise you on top times. of those <laughs> and then lighting some nitro on fire and throwing it out. You know, like Here's what's super interesting, Mike, and yeah. I just want to say. I love it. I was a Republican at the time of that election. Wow. I was not paying attention to the Gore people people at the time, like, because I voted for Bush. Interesting. So isn't that funny? You were in your own little bubble. I was not paying attention. (sighs) Right? Okay. What else did you have on your list? Because we're already like. Okay. Can you just give us like a brief little, this, this flag 
Can we just briefly? So, so what had happened last week? I know, week, and I wanted to do better. Job we anyway. recorded, we recorded just like a real hot take. What the heck about the flag? Because, like, we have misunderstandings about the First Amendment. We also seem to have some misunderstandings about the flag. Did you write yeah? all my notes down? Because <laughs> I don't have those. Did I write all your no, notes? No, it's down? not. It wasn't about the flag. It, what it was, it was the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. So, um, here's what's super interesting. So, Mike sent me some links <laughs> when I was asking him about the Pledge of Allegiance. Sure. And the the link that you sent to me was ushistory.org, the mm-hmm. Pledge of Allegiance. Yep. And the first sentence is, the Pledge of Allegiance was written in August 1892 by the socialist minister, Francis Bellamy. Yes. Isn't that nice? <laughs> so we had a little be- a little thing. So it wasn't necessarily about the flag, but it was about the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. Because we just, if you're not from around here, which a lot of our <laughs> listeners are not, there was some scuffle because a hubbub because a (laughs) certain uh elected official did not put their heart or hand on their heart and say the pledge of allegiance at the beginning of the meeting that they were at yes and so there is a bunch of like hubbub about that yes which is really irritating to both of us for for similar but different reasons and so we were talking about that yes and and like this is the part where i as again as a conservative person wish that there was more education uh, in the civics arena mm-hmm. to to understand that like the ple- okay so like the pledge of allegiance like you said it was not it is not a founding document okay right. like it's not part of the uh the constitution or our forefathers like intended nope, for us it to was nope. however many years later yeah. At the time, written by a socialist, which I just think that is part was super funny. Beautiful, yeah. it's just beautiful poetry, <laughs> um, which was is slightly different than the original version. Or the original version is slightly different because yes. he actually wrote it as a um, as a pledge that could be used by any nation. Anybody could pick this up and just say, "I pledge allegiance to the flag" as a way of like solidifying the community of of the nation. Yes, it said, "I pledge allegiance to my flag and the yes. republic for which it stands." Right. So it's a yes. little bit different. Yeah. Um, it was edited over a period of time. I don't remember exactly the dates. There's a nineteen 19- in the twenties. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was also not adopted as the Pledge of Allegiance in the United States until I believe it was the First World War. Am I right? Sometime 1917, something like that, was when we first started saying it. No, no, no. That's the that's the Star Spangled Banner. We're gonna come back to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it wasn't until the 20s um, that we added the United States part. Added those ones, and then it wasn't until the the 50s 50s where we add under God. Yes. And it really wasn't. I think it was in the during the World War II times that we started saying it on a regular basis in schools. Like, yes. So also, what I thought was super interesting, and I did not know this until you sent me some of this information, um, that like the arm extended toward the flag. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> was like it's a nazi salute let's just yeah but that that was originally like one of the ways that people would say the pledge of allegiance was and then in world war ii it was like that was too much like the nazi salute so we're gonna change we're gonna put the right hand over the nazis wrecked a lot of stuff (laughs) okay they they wrecked the salutes they wrecked they took the eagle there was a lot of symbolism there was all kinds of things like that like goose stepping i mean it's a cool looking march but you can't do it because the nazis did it right yeah you just ruined a bunch of stuff yes bad nazis (laughs) so anyway 
I, I I don't really. So we just wanted. I don't. Is that what we wanted to get on, on, on the thing? Is that like if you if you don't know, go look up some information about uh, the the Pledge of Allegiance. Also, this is a thing that's been rolling around in my head. I want to ask people, especially anybody who is irritated by somebody who didn't say it. Do you say the Pledge of Allegiance before you start work? Mm. Even like on Monday, like just pick one day. You don't have to do it every day. Right. Like, but does yeah. everybody before you start your job? Do you say the Pledge of Allegiance? Sure. Like, yeah. When's the last time you said the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah. I I, I just find it like a, an irritating litmus test. Yes. To that you are sufficiently patriotic or yes. whatever it is. And I know that we need, we keep pushing off our conversation on nationalism because it's hard. Super not happening I know, today. Right, right, right. No, but, <laughs> but what really is irking me about all of these things that we've talked about today is that people are like, pulling Jesus into all of it. Like somehow the pledge is a sign of your, you know, dedication to God and country somehow, you know, your freedom violating whatever is related to Uh, anti-God, anti-religion. Like, and I just, that is really irking me because I mean, I love Jesus and I, you know, firmly believe in Jesus, but that, feels real ugly to me. Like I, I don't connect the two. I personally don't say the pledge of allegiance because I feel personally that I should only be pledging my allegiance to God. Like, so I haven't said the pledge of allegiance in decades, right? Like I just don't do it. But what is really icky to me right now is Mm -hmm. all of this being tied to a faith that like, I kind of claim, you know, like, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. And please don't take my Jesus and put him there. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was one of the big pieces of the conversation when I was like, I was going to talk to Tammy about like, you're going to have to let some of this go. Is that a a lot of, a lot of why this is so um, sensitive for you and for us, for both of us, is that like, we claim the same faith as people yeah. that yep. we are seeing. And I'm sure that I, ha- I mean, I have to say that I'm sure that they also feel the same way. They're yeah. like, wait a minute, you, you're, you know, you're on my team, but you're not yeah. on my team. And so like, it's just real sensitive um, yeah. about that. And, yep. and so it's just a little bit harder, but yep. yes, no, the, um, I'm trying to, trying to figure out what the, what was the last thing you said? I had three things I was going to say. Oh. That was one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what else did you say? Um, uh, anyway. Yeah. No, um, on the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, I don't remember when the last time I said it was, but I also haven't been in school in a long time, and mm-hmm. I'm not on any committee. Like, I am on some boards and stuff like that. We don't say the Pledge of Allegiance before we... Yeah. And I don't have a problem with, with people of faith of any kind also pledging allegiance to the flag. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Yeah. I this The pledge does not say, I pledge allegiance to the flag over and beyond my faith in God, you know, yep. like if that was the wording, if it was like, there then is, you, the, there is no God yep. greater than the flag, you know, Jesus is second. Then I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Um, or Allah or whoever, whatever your thing is. Yeah. So like, I don't have a problem with people who do say it, but I also don't have a problem with people who don't say it. Right. Mm-hmm. And particularly people who are clearly, sacrificially engaged in the actual democracy of our country, whether they're an elected official of any kind or whatever, like obviously 
they're on Team America because they're here doing the work. Yeah. So I don't need them to like do an extra thing. Yeah, sure. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So that's the Pledge of Allegiance. I do want to go back to the Star Spangled Banner, though. Oh, okay. Because that's a whole other thing. Okay. Because people should understand that the Star Spangled Banner, you know, even though it was written way back when during the Revolutionary War, it sure. did not become... Oh, crap. Can you look it up? Can you Google it quick? It did not become our official national anthem until much after that. Can you look it up? Yes. Because the other part of that is, is that we did not sing the national anthem on the regular until World War One. That was where I got confused about the oh, Pledge of Allegiance. sure. So during World War One, as we were fighting this war over there, like at one baseball game, and I can't remember where it was, like they played and sang the national anthem and it was this like very moving experience for those people and it sort of just caught on during the war effort and then never went away sure again i'm not saying i don't want to sing the national anthem but it is not like at a founding original document it is not part of like the fabric of our entire nation's history right so um, there was an executive order by Woodrow Wilson in 1916 that said, go. like, this is the national anthem for the U.S. Armed Forces. And then it wasn't until 1931 that they that Congress packed, passed an act confirming that. Um, and Hoover signed it into law that okay. that was our national so anthem. For 155 years of our nation. Yeah. Which is only 250 years old. Something like that. I didn't yeah. Know. Uh, so Pretty the young. bulk of our nation's history. Did not have a We song. didn't have that. Yeah. So, like, that's the part where I'm like, learn your history. I'm like, yes, you should learn your history. You should learn why we started singing it. Why was it important? Why, yeah. You know, and, like, why people wouldn't want it. Like, it's, anyway. So, yes. you should dig into that stuff. <sighs> anyway, do you have any more on there? Because I, the only, I only had one more. Um, I'll let you go first. All right. Well, because well, the other thing that's been floating around lately that I really want to clarify, which probably You're nobody will hear. You're waving your finger at I'm me. waving your finger at you. <laughs> I'll put my fingers in a fist. Is a fist better? <laughs> that's better. Yeah. Shake your fist at me. Um, is we do not consent. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that has been bandied about a lot yeah. in our community. In the la- and not just and our community, the, in yeah, all across the country. Globally, that like uh-huh. we do not consent. And and the 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 quote that I keep hearing is that the constitution gives us the right yeah as americans yeah to not consent yeah that is not correct whip out your constitution I mike I ha- well i don't actually need the constitution because i gotta find what page it's on now because it's not in the constitution it's in Ooh. the declaration of independence Ooh. yes uh do, 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 do. if anyone has forgotten mike used to be a social studies teacher yeah isn't that fun it is fun oh oh no i can't find it i should have marked it with a sticky note i knew it Anyway, during in the Declaration of Independence is where the line that you need to have the consent of the governed for your legitimacy. And they're using it so that if you don't know, the Declaration of Independence comes before the Constitution. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrote it. We sent it to the king. And it essentially was a letter announcing our intentions. Yeah. Giving the reasons why this is what we're, we're going to leave we're not part of your realm anymore. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. Um, and here's all the reasons why most of the Declaration of Independence, nobody's ever read because it's a it's the list of grievances. Sure. Um, which make no sense to us because they're listing all kinds of laws and stuff that we have no yeah. idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, 
it has no force of law. The Declaration of Independence sure. is okay. is like a it's just a a letter of intent. Yeah. If you've ever been in a in in any kind of contract or anything like that, sure. You can send a letter of intent, which is like an official letter saying that we intend to do these things. Sure. It is not enforceable by law. So anything that's in the Declaration of Independence is just it's like a frame. So we're framing what we're doing. Sure. Then when we write the Constitution, that's a whole different level. Yeah. So anyway, when you say that you can just you can't there's nothing in the constitution that it gives you the power as an individual citizen to just literally say i do not consent and, and therefore that means something not have right. to do whatever the law of the land is yeah that is not that's not a real thing yeah but the concept of the consent of the governed is like a foundational thing for the united states and what that means is that we get to elect our officials yeah which we did yeah and now they have the power for their time in office to make these laws and whatever. And you can protest against them with your free speech powers. You can freely assemble. And then the next time around, you can vote for somebody else. Yep. That's what you can do. That's the consent part. Mm-hmm. Not just, I don't, because I, and I, it is a horrible, it's a horrible example. But wouldn't it be grand if George Floyd was alive because he said, I do not consent. Mm. And Derek Chauvin was like, oh, crap. Constitution. Yeah. I'm out. Better not. No. It doesn't work that way. That was a bad example. We should cut that. That was a really bad example. It was a bad example, but it just but makes it, me but it, it, it the yeah, whole it makes concept makes me so angry that mm-hmm. like you feel like well, that you can just say that you don't agree with something and therefore you're not legally allowed, required to to abide by it anymore. Yeah. Also, if you're going to continually tell me that I need to learn my history, or that I need to learn the Constitution, you better be right when you quote it. Because <laughs> I have Constitution a pocket Mike Constitution, after. and I'm coming yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was my only other thing. Can I also just say about threw, that same I thing? Threw, I threw the Constitution. The I do not consent. Yes. It is really disheartening to me how many... Um, parents are then saying, like, my, my kid does not consent. I do not, like... So we're passing on to our kids this, like, you don't have to do whatever they tell you to do because you don't consent. I don't consent. You know what I mean? And like, I get that there are some issues with all of the norms that we pass on, you know, like through our school system and the hidden curriculum, whatever. Like, I get that there are things that we teach our kids about following authority and, you know, all of that in school. But I think that it's problematic that we're teaching our kids that mm, your school might have rules, but you don't have to follow them. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <sighs> also, I, now I'm like, not also, I should mention sidebar as a PSA sidebar. to uh, any of the gentlemen out there or anybody who might know a gentleman out there or female, but mostly gentlemen. I do not consent is something that you need to listen to Ooh. if a woman is telling you that. Yeah. That's it. That's that is it. not, yeah. Sorry, it's a PSA. PSA. No, I do not consent. Right, no. Wow, did that go sideways? <laughs> it's a whole nother show. Okay, All also right. I want to say that we will talk about social studies standards and that kind of thing, and I think circle back to this, <laughs> converse, this conversation because yeah. yep. especially as that is something that you went to school for and know more about, I think that it's important to see like where are some gaps that we need to fill in about some of these things in our school system, but also 
parents can be educating their kids too. Um, I will also say there are a ton of different places where you can, okay, first of all, if you would like to see or a copy of the constitution, you can go to um, the library of Congress gov. You can print it. Mm-hmm. You can read it. Read the whole if thing. If you want a pocket one, there are a bunch of different places that will give you them for free. Sweet. Um, if that all sounds too hard, message me. I will happily get you one. Um, and you can look at it yourself, but you're going to also need, it's a primary source and you yeah. need to start there, but you're going to need some things to help explain it to you right? because you read it. Even I read it and like, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? I yeah. have no idea. That word is not even a word. Right. Um, so yeah, look at, so we'll throw that some is, links. We'll a, throw some links in our show notes also. Is, but that is a legitimate. Do your own research. So if somebody says it's in the Constitution or we have a right or whatever it is, you should look that up and go to the source. Yes, uh, yeah. but don't forget, as you brought up at the beginning of the show, you also need to look at Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's that called? Not prejudices. <laughs> Precedents. <maybe>. Precedents. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, because that will help flesh out the rest of it. Because yeah. again, like we said, if you just read it as a plain reading. Yeah you're going to not get it all together. Right. Um, you can also read the Federalist Papers, but that's a lot. Yeah. That was a lot there. Mm-hmm. But don't read that. All right. Poor Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you were talking about the list of grievances, all I was seeing was like the king, you know, <laughs> singing his song. Um, anyway. I so, the, I'm, so this is how conservative I am. Okay. I have a somewhat of a pity for the king. And here's why. And here's why. <laughs> they had an agree like when he sings that song, like like we had a, how does he say it in the in the in Hamilton? We had an agreement. We had yeah. an agreement. They had a charter. They had an <laughs> agreement. And they changed. <laughs> They're like, well, we don't really like the agreement anymore. <laughs> There, there, there's a lot more nuance to yeah. that, and there yeah. was definitely a whole period. Um, if you want to get really into it, there's a whole period of where the king basically didn't enforce this side of the agreement. So they got it's like a parent, right? Like yeah. we're like, you didn't enforce any of the rules, I'm and then tired. you come in, you're like, guess what? We're cleaning up this house, and we're like, hey, for the last you know hundred years, we've been doing what we want. Yeah. And, <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. so I do have a little bit because I'm like, yeah, you did. You had an agreement, <laughs> and now you want to change the rules. And the king's like, uh, no, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm still for the revolution. Yay, freedom. <laughs> but I'm so conservative that I'm like, that was what you signed the paper. <laughs> that was the rule. Anyway. All right. I love Loopy Mike. This is just really <laughs> this is fun. Great. This is really fun. Okay. Let's wrap it up with something nice, huh? Oh, yeah. I have to find something first. Go ahead. Okay. What My nice is for you. Oh. NASA found a new planet. Yay. What? Whoa. How did I miss that? I'm, I'm I just saying, up uh-huh. um, okay. so, okay, technically it's a possible planet. Oh, jeepers. Um, it's outside of our galaxy. It's estimated to be about the size of Saturn. Um, and they estimate it to be 28 million light years from the earth. I, I can't, I can't fathom what that means or <laughs> I can't wrap my head around that. Obviously right? it's 28 years that it takes life <laughs> million, to travel. There. 28 million oh, 28 light years. Million. Oh, good gravy. Yes. It's in the Whirlpool galaxy. Um, so they, <laughs> that's seriously what it's called. Okay. Um, um, apparently new x-ray technology is making this kind of space exploration possible and it's super cool. However, our grandkids might be hearing the reports of them actually confirming that this is a planet because they said it won't pass by like in its orbit again for like 60 or 70 years for scientists to actually confirm 
that that's what it is. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll be dead. So there's a new planet. And they'll oh. be like, uh, but, so it's not in our Wait, solar six system. Or seven so years. Like, yeah. at least that's <laughs> wonderful. But cool. Way to go space to go exploration. Space NASA. <laughs> Did you see Jeff Bezos is like, yeah, I want to make a, I want to replace the International Space Station with a, with a office park. I mean, he was he basically, he's going to put up another, like a WeWork in oh, space. Oh my gosh. I think it's awesome. Great. Somebody should do he it. He should meet with Newt. Newt Gingrich. They should. They should together. really connect. Well, yeah. Anyway. All right. Okay. I had forgot. Have? I had forgotten about this one. Um, I saw this last week. It was an article that was titled, there's bipartisan cooperation brewing on Capitol Hill. Oh. Over and beer. It's, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so anyway, appara- let down, apparently <laughs> um, there was the fourth annual Anheuser-Busch Brew Across America Congressional Brewing Competition. That's the whole title. And I'm going to say it again. Anheuser-Busch Brew Across America Congressional Brewing Competition, where five pairs of lawmakers work with breweries across the country to create new small batches of beer and bring them back to Washington, D.C. to find out who's is best. So what I thought, okay, so a couple things. What I thought was actually really cool is that this year they had, so they have five teams of two, so there's 10 of them, but they were required to be teamed up with someone from the other party. Oh, okay. That's and cool. And so you have Democrats and, and Republicans coming together, working on brewing beer, and they have a competition. It's like the baseball game. You know, they have the congressional baseball game. Sure. There's like a bipartisan like rock band. Like, there's a ton of stuff where these people are, you know, they go on camera and they're like, I hate them, and they're the horrible, and they're going to burn the country to the ground. And then together. they go make beer together and play a baseball game. It's kind of a what the heck mixed with the, yeah, with the nice. Say, yeah. Um, because can you just... Why don't you, while you're making the beer, maybe just like figure out the Get rec package, right? Yeah. Like let's let's do the infrastructure. Yeah. Drink beer and do the infrastructure. Right. But that sounds like a great idea. I thought it was at least some sort of happy glimmer sure. of like they don't always hate each other. Yeah. They just hate each other on TV. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that you're not going to pair like, you know. Oh. I mean, you're, you, you're not going to pair the, the people that people like, who are on part other. of this yeah. thing. You would not know any of their names. Right. And that's exactly it. There's yeah. 500 and however many yeah. members of Congress in the House, uh, like uh, congressmen and, and, and um, House of Representatives. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And we all probably know maybe 50. Yeah. And those are the ones in the news all the time. The right. rest of them are all like, which is a book. I can't remember that book. There's a book I read about that. that like it was really nail drove that home that like most of the people who are in congress are actually good people and they're trying to do the right thing yeah and then there's the loud people yeah yeah anyway okay so beer Beer. for the win okay that's good well there you have it another episode of flyover logic this is mike and tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here we're glad you found time to listen